you can not necessarily see a successful or unsuccessful relationship because you only see what you're shown. You can't really see somebody's level of wealth. You can fake that. You cannot fake fitness. That is the one thing. Everybody loves chocolate. Everybody loves ice cream. Everybody wants to overeat. It's a biological imperative. Just please, please, please don't fall victim to the, oh, they just love working out. It's empowering to know you're not alone and that everyone on earth struggles with this, even if they don't want you to know that. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Why do a lot of successful entrepreneurs disregard fitness? Oh my goodness gracious. You know what? I don't know that they mean to. I think I can imagine, and Alan, I'm curious to your take on this. I can imagine that if I didn't have the fitness habit already built in, it would be very, very, very hard to build now. And it probably wouldn't seem like it's as big of a deal. It probably wouldn't be as big of a priority. I mean, if we were running a multi-million dollar business and we had a team of a hundred people and we were traveling and we didn't have that habit already built in, I don't think I probably would, honestly. That's, that's one part of it. And I think the second part of it too, a lot of people don't want to admit this, but I'm, I'm happy to. One of the reasons I got in such good shape is because I was insecure about being short. And I think when you become a certain level of successful, maybe you lose the chip on your shoulder that got you to that level of success and you don't feel like you have anything to prove anymore. And again, that's not always a sustainable thing to do anyway is to have that chip running you as, as Alan talks about a lot. But think about it. If you are crushing it in life, you might have a little bit of ego and say, ah, I don't need to work out. It's not that big of a deal. So I think it's one of, one of many things, honestly. Fire. Uh, to answer this one, I would say it's more so this, there's many answers, but this is the one that's most, in my opinion. There's a book called The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. And this book reverse engineers why so many female tennis players end up in the professionals that all came from the same town. Why the Renaissance, everybody was in Paris you know, all the famous artists and stuff like that, why Brazilians tend to be the best in the world at soccer. It, it's referred to as what, what he calls a talent hotbed. And this is the idea of if you grew up in a family that all played chess constantly, you most likely, you and your siblings are all really good at chess. And so to bring this back to the entrepreneurship thing, and I remember thinking this too back when I was rising in corporate, not a lot of corporate people are in that good a shape and 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 let, let me it's all relative so so I, i'm not saying this to be unkind i want to i want to be analytical here for a second i went from corporate to a fitness model fitness coach and fitness competitor and i'm telling you right now it's not even close to the same i went from hanging out with you know genius math brained engineers to you know people that were so unreasonably athletic, it's it's ridiculous. Who can deadlift, 
you know, 450 pounds. And so the two, it's almost like two different worlds. We all kind of live in our own little echo chamber. And I'll give you an example. Emilia and I, when we moved to this condo, we used to go to a gym called Impact Fitness. It's in Auburn, Massachusetts. And honestly, it's phenomenal if you want to get in ridiculously good shape because, but if you're a beginner, it's going to be very uncomfortable for you. These are hardcore bodybuilders. And, and I love it because it's, I mean, I'm the weakest guy in there, honestly. And, and there's many females in there that are far stronger than me too. So it's not a male-female thing. But honestly, the gym that we go to that's only two minutes away, it took us the longest time to cancel this membership because we wanted to be around fitness competitors more. But the two minutes away thing was so convenient. I'm one of the most athletic in the gym that we go to in this small town. It, there's very rarely, as a matter of fact, there's one guy uh, that I can recognize that goes there consistently, really two, that are uh, ahead of me in this arena. But it's not as motivating for me. So you got to know yourself and entrepreneurs, quite frankly, they're just not around a lot of athletic people and and they're getting their business sucks up most of their time. And that's understandable. I mean, Kevin and I have quite literally fallen victim of that. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. Kevin and I used to be more dedicated in fitness when we were around more athletes, when we were competing, when we were doing photo shoots regularly, there was just more, more focus. What you focus on improves. And when you're around a lot of people who aren't focused on that, it will erode. Don't tell yourself a story. Last thing too, let me just add this real quick, Alan. It's the one facet that you can actually see. You can not necessarily see a successful or unsuccessful relationship because you only see what you're shown. You can't really see somebody's level of wealth. You can fake that. You cannot fake fitness. That is the one thing. And I mean, now more than ever you can because there's a bunch of apps for that. But when you see somebody in person, you can kind of say, oh, you know what? either they've been putting in the work that they've been saying or not. I think that's a part of it too. Strong. I want my dedication for working out to be a 10, but it's not. How do I increase my dedication? Uh, hire a coach who has a dedication at level 10 and get around friends. Get friends who have a dedication at level 10. There is no quicker way. There is no quicker way than to get around people who have dedication at a level 10. And, and I'm even going to go as far as to say this. I, I used to believe that, that I could have level 10 dedication around people who have level 2 dedication. That's not how it works. Energy, it's the law of averages. It's numbers. If, you're, if all of your five best friends are all at a level 2 dedication to fitness, it is impossible to be at level 10. And, and I... I'm not one to say the word impossible often because I'm, I'm an optimistic person who believes in human potential. You, you will not have level 10 dedication around people who don't. Um, it's just not a thing. And, and, and I, this is not my opinion. I've coached people for thousands of hours all over the world, not just on health, wealth, and love, but like fitness too. It's not a thing. If, if someone's in really good shape, their friends are almost always in really good shape. There's very few exceptions to this. And, and so I just want to be truthful. If you want a level 10 dedication, you're going to have to be around other people who have level 10 dedication. And you can hire it. Hire someone with level 10 dedication. I was smiling because I could hear the beast. The beast uh, has awoken. <laughs> I, I would second everything Alan said, and I'll just add in something, just a little bit of a wild card you got to get creative and you have to have a reason or stack reasons bigger than the ones that you currently have throw. So 
reverse engineer how many days you want to go to the gym over the next year, pay somebody that amount of money. And every time you go to the gym, you get a dollar back. That'll, that'll motivate you very, very quickly. You got to figure out how you operate. I was talking to Alan last week and we were talking about fitness and I said, yeah, I just, I haven't been tracking my calories. I've just been kind of winging it. Things have been really good in business. And now every, like I can actually eat out and order food and I don't feel terrible because I don't have to check all my bank accounts. So it's nice to be able to actually eat in peace and, and enjoy that. But I'm not getting the fitness results I want. And I said, you know what I should really do? I should put it on my peak performance tracker. And Alan's like, all right, cool, let's do it right now. And I said, no, 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 I don't want to put it on there because I'll have to do it. And we put it on there and I've hit my calories every day for, it hasn't been that long, but I know myself that is public. Everybody on the team can see, and Kevin does not get less than a hundred. So Kevin will do that because Kevin does not want less than a hundred. So you got to know yourself and know what motivates you. That's important too. I got to share this real quick. There's no one that I've studied coaching, consulting, interviewing, business, fitness, you name it. No one doesn't struggle with consistency. No one doesn't struggle with getting distracted. No one wants to work out every single day. Some people just do it anyway. I think it's empowering to know that. Don't tell yourself a story that Kevin and I like to work out more than you. It's not real. Trust me, I don't want to go tonight. I'm going to go anyway. Now, sometimes I do want to go. I, I, I understand that, but I didn't start out that way. I started out as a 160-pound, skinny, fat, tall, lanky ectomorph who was not naturally athletic, and I can show you pictures who drank too much and too often, who cried in the bathroom of the gym when he got all that feedback. Don't tell yourself a story that Kevin and I have something you don't. It's not real. It's not true. These people are around communities who love fitness, have learned to love fitness, have learned to love eating right, and even then, they still don't really like it that much. They've taught themselves how to like it, and they're probably telling you a story that they like it, and themselves that they like it. There's no one who doesn't struggle to not eat chocolate. There's no one who doesn't struggle to not eat ice cream. There's no one who doesn't love pizza. Like, I just want people to understand, everybody loves pizza. Everybody. Everybody loves chocolate. Everybody loves ice cream. Everybody wants to overeat. It's a biological imperative. Just please, please, please don't fall victim to the, oh, they just love working out. It's empowering to know you're not alone and that everyone on earth struggles with this, even if they don't want you to know that. And it's part of our brand too. That definitely, that definitely helps. We have live events coming up, so we're trying to, it's part of the brand. You're going to be on camera. You got to take care of it. Next Level Nation, I know many of you out there probably don't feel super supported. You probably feel alone and you don't feel like you're going to be successful. And what's worse is even if you do find success, you're probably going to be celebrating by yourself. What if you're just in the wrong rooms? I remember the first live event I went to for the first time in my life, I finally felt like I fit in. I felt like I was valued for the person that I wanted to be and big dreams were not only okay, but they were par for the course. That live event changed my life more than anything. And I was so afraid to go, but Alan convinced me to go. And since I had somebody to go with, it was much, much easier. Next Level Live is March 26th in Worcester, Mass. If you're scared to come alone, bring a friend. We're giving away five free tickets, but we're only giving them away to our local listeners. We want to meet each and every one of you. Make sure you get a free ticket while you can, because when they're gone, they're gone. 
It is first come, first serve. Click the link in the show notes. It'll take you to the landing page. Put quantity two, grab a friend, and put promo code local listener. It will make checkout $0. Get your ticket as soon as possible. Again, first come, first serve. And local listener, you can copy and paste from the show notes. How do you establish healthy, realistic standards instead of unrealistic standards affected by social media? Wow. That is a tough one. That is a tough one. I think that, so it's hard, right? Because you, we've talked about this before. All of us can make drastic changes, but there are some quantum abilities that I'm not going to look like Alan in terms of the way he structured. Alan's six foot two, I'm five foot four. I'm not going to look like somebody who's five foot 11 and weighs the same weight I do. So I don't really have a perfect answer for this. I don't think I have a perfect answer for anything. I think you have to understand that you can really only be the best that you can be. And I would compare to, yeah, it's cool to have an ideal dream body. Like I know Alan does that with his clients and maybe that's, maybe that's where you can go with that. How do you help them figure out what's realistic? But I think that the root of this is if you're comparing to anything on social media, it's a dangerous game anything. If you're comparing to us, talk about how many podcast listens we have. If you're comparing yourself to where we travel, you're playing a very, very dangerous game. So the one thing I would say is I would compare yourself to the best you've ever been, maybe the least results you've ever had. And then I would focus on how do I improve the best I've ever been? I know the best I've ever been. That was when I did my fitness show. I don't ever want to look like that again. So maybe that's not where I'm going to aim, but I do know what I'm capable of. So I think that's it. What have you been capable of in the past and how do you level that up? And then Alan, I'm curious to see what you would say about helping somebody pick a goal physique, a dream physique. I know that can probably be a fine line as well. It is. So I, I tell this story about how I had on my phone background, Greg Plitz physique for two years. And I actually got made fun of quite a bit for this. I remember some people saying, oh, you have a guy on your background and making fun of me, all that stuff. But I knew why I was doing it. And if you saw the way I looked when I put that as my phone background versus when I won my show on stage, and I, I put these back to back sometimes um, on my transformation photos on my Instagram. The, but I want to also preface it with this. I did know that my genetic structure would allow that physique to happen. And so Emilia, when she chose a dream physique, she chose JLo, a, a specific picture of JLo. And I said, yes, 100%, you can do that. But Emilia's frame is very similar to JLo's naturally. And so there have been, I've done this exercise so many times with so many different clients. And I'll, I'll tell you this one person who I didn't end up working with, but he chose a physique. Uh, if you don't know the bodybuilding world, his name's Sadiq. If you do know the bodybuilding world, you definitely know Sadiq. And Sadiq is a monster, huge, uh, unreasonably in shape to drastic extents, makes it look like Kevin and I never lifted a day in our lives. Yep. And this person said, I want to look like Sadiq. And I said, with all the respect and love in the world, you, you can't. Um, unless you are willing to do what Sadiq does and to be completely transparent, there's no way that's a natural physique. And this person also told me they don't really like weight training. And so I had to be just truthful. Like if you don't like weight training, then forget it that you're not going to, you know, he weight trains every single day. He literally says on a documentary, I can count on one hand 
how many times I've missed weight training workouts in the last five years. So this person, I had to be transparent. Listen, it's not going to happen. If you don't like weight training and you don't want to do what Sadiq did, you're not going to look like that. As a matter of fact, even if you did love weight training and do everything Sadiq did, you still might not look like that. So there's levels to this. So to answer your question, two things. One, the digital world is dangerous. Be very careful. Most people are not as successful as they portray. As a matter of fact, no one is. And I'll give you a tangible example. I try to be as authentic as I possibly can be. Always. Kevin, same deal. But when I was a fitness model, we took hundreds of photos and then I chose the ones that I think looked best. And then they, were the, they weren't edited in terms of Photoshop, like nothing got Photoshopped, but they were edited in terms of lighting and stuff like that. And so you just got to understand, you got to be very, very careful. We've met models behind the scenes that don't look like the models. So picture me in the best shape of my life, taking photos with professional photographers then cherry picking the very best ones that the photographer then edits to make look even better. It's not reality. You, you have to understand that if you're comparing your real life to someone else's digital world and someone else's genetic gifts and someone else's decade of work that they never told you or showed you, you just got to be very careful. I understand why there's so much body shame in the world. I I do. I understand why there's so much financial shame in the world for people that aren't successful because everyone's out there portraying this 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 unobtainable version of reality that isn't real. And so Kevin and I want to tell you the truth. Like this is how successful we actually are. This is what we're really doing to get it. And yes, we work every single day and no, it's not just going to all work out and and laptop lifestyle on the beach. So just understand that when you're in the digital world, you got to be very, very careful of what you compare to. Don't compare someone else's digital fake life to your own real life. Last thing I'll say before we get out of here, it's, Alan, you spoke to this wonderfully. It's the awareness. It's the awareness of, Alan has the awareness high enough to realize this is a professional bodybuilder who steps on stage with some of the best bodybuilders in the world. He's definitely taking some sort of quote unquote supplements. He, this is his main thing. This is all he does. He's probably not reading philosophy at night. He, he, you know, many bodybuilders have lost relationships due to their bodybuilding. So you have to understand very much what Alan said. What does it actually take to get this? Alan and I can tell you what it's taken to get this podcast. There's a reason most people won't do that just because it's not what they're meant to be doing. So there is a physique out there that maybe you could have, but maybe you're not willing to do what it takes. I know I could get my old physique back. It's not, I'm not willing to do what it takes because I would burn everything to the ground if I did. So I want to make sure that I preface it with that. Next Level Nation, thank you for joining us here. It went by unreasonably fast. Amy, thank you as always for, for doing what you do, asking wonderful questions and smiling so beautifully throughout. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Ooh. Hashtag NLU gym pick challenge is a train that's a rolling and it's gonna keep rolling tag myself kevin uh and amy and we will reshare it i will definitely reshare it i'm gonna reshare anyone who tags me in their hashtag nlu gym pick challenge this is a community endeavor we're doing this thing you don't have to do a three-hour workout if you show up for yourself for 20 minutes on a steady state walking cardio take a picture it's, it's showing up for yourself that matters. Hashtag NLU, gym pick challenge. And last thing before we get out of here, 
every change, all the progress starts with desire. So if you have the desire to grow, you're already better off than maybe you were a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. Just hang on to that desire, stay curious, and figure out what works for you in whatever it is. Health, wealth, life, and love. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at Next Level, you, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.